Welcome, Hudson Valley, to this week's edition of In Touch, the public affairs and issues program that runs across Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley radio stations. This week's guest is Zoe Dunn, president and CEO of Hale Advisors and graduate of the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses Program. Zoe and I discuss Goldman Sachs' survey, 10,000 Small Business Voices, and how it captures the mood of today's small business owners and reveals the overwhelming opinion around government support. We invite you to join us and listen to a previously recorded conversation between Zoe and myself here on In Touch. We here at In Touch are all about, well, being in touch with what's going on in the Hudson Valley. What better way to stay in touch with what's going on than by downloading the Town Square Media mobile app for this radio station? Not only can you listen to this station live at any time using the app, but you can also listen to In Touch on demand. Besides In Touch, you can read daily articles about news, events, entertainment, and more that's going on in your community. And when the weather gets bad, you can use the app to check on the weather reports and see which schools and organizations are closed. Your Town Square Media app is also the best place for concert and event tickets. We are constantly giving away tickets to the hottest shows in the area, like Patty and Poughkeepsie, which we just had yesterday. Again, you'll have access to all this if you just download the Town Square Media mobile app for this radio station. In Touch is nothing without the support from the hundreds of listeners that we get on a weekly basis. Thank you so much for listening and taking part in the conversation. If you listen to In Touch through a podcast service such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a positive review. With more five-star reviews on these platforms, the algorithms will work harder to promote our show and bring In Touch to new people. That and also sharing In Touch with your friends and family is so important. Just sharing our links and listening live each Sunday goes a long way. Thank you for all that you do to stay in touch with what's going on in the Hudson Valley. Hello, Hudson Valley. You're listening to In Touch, Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley's public affairs and issues program. We got a very exciting episode for you guys today. Goldman Sachs put out this survey, 10,000 Small Businesses Voices. And it's really fascinating. A lot of the information that has come out in regards to it about small businesses and how they feel that the federal government is doing when it comes to benefiting these small businesses. And we have a fantastic guest here today. Day to speak on this. I think she's highly qualified and really excited to get into this. We have Zoe Dunn, president and CEO of Hale Advisors, small business owner herself, and she's a graduate of the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses Program, correct? Correct. Yep. Hi there, Zoe. How Hi. are you? Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm really excited to have you here. I just love the energy that you're already bringing to the <laughs> table, and I think this is going to be super informative to everybody here in the Hudson Valley. I think the first thing that we should really get into is uh, your background as a graduate in the 10,000 Small Businesses Program to give people a sense of where exactly you're coming from. Sure. Um, absolutely. So um, I have a small business. It's called Hale Advisors. We are headquartered in Kingston, New York. Um, uh, just up the road. I've had that business since 2012, almost 12 years now, 11, 12 years. It's a consulting firm. We focus on the life science industry, and we have a very niche focus on what's called digital governance, which is ensuring that the life science companies 
these pharmaceutical medical device biotech companies are communicating within their regulated way to consumers and to physicians and maximizing their use of the program of the platforms without getting into trouble. So that's basically that's the long and the short of what we do. It's very, very niche, very specialized type of business. I have uh, about 15 full time employees and five subject matter experts or part time folks. So we're about 20 people. Uh, so we're a good size. And uh, I did the program in 2018. The program is fascinating. So as a small business owner, you can apply to participate. You have to meet certain requirements of the program. Uh, you have to have, a like, I think it's three, a minimum of three employees, including yourself. You have to have a certain minimum amount of revenues and been in business uh, a certain period of time. And the reason that they do that is to ensure that you are a stable and growing business. And Goldman Sachs had started this program about 10 years ago now, about a decade ago. There are over 9,000 small businesses across the country that have participated in it. It's basically like an executive MBA over the course of about six months for those businesses to help them learn how to scale their operations by learning some things that, you know, maybe you didn't know as a small business owner that, that are really useful in terms of your operations and, you know, your marketing, your product development, and being a leader in your company. And I felt like it was an invaluable experience. They they generally work with community colleges in the area. So there's one in New York City, in Long Island City, but they have a national program for those of us like us in the Hudson Valley where we're too far away to commute down to Long Island City. So they sent me to the national program, which is at Babson College outside of Very Boston, cool. an amazing entrepreneurial school. I felt like a superstar getting to go there for six months. <laughs> and it was a really wonderful program. And I, I really hope that small businesses are listening and they're thinking, wow, that sounds like a, a great opportunity. The program costs nothing. That is the mm. commitment of Goldman Sachs. It's a, that free executive MBA program. And, and I can't speak more highly about the program in general. That's terrific. It's really great that you're able to get that and you're able to bring that back one to your own business and all that knowledge and all that expertise. But now you're able to lobby for other small businesses as well, along with being here today to give people all this information on what's currently going on in this small business sector and how people can approach this environment. So really sure. appreciate all of that. I think uh, one thing that I want to start with when it comes to the 10,000 small businesses voices serve is that we were talking about this before we got onto the mic. 70% of small business owners gave the government programs a grade of C or below. Jeez, that's kind of rough. It's rough. Yeah. So what is that saying exactly? Can you go into like where that is based out of? Yeah. So... It's not a surprise, actually, that we don't feel that the government is supporting us or communicating very well to us. In the yeah. U.S., that's kind of a common theme, I would have to say. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately for everyone. But in this case, part of the reason is that there is a, a group that most people are, are not as familiar with as they could be called the SBA. Now, mm -hmm. I'm sure you've heard those, those letters, that acronym before. It stands for Small Business Administration, right? And it is a group that is a government-funded group that has not been reauthorized since basically the, I think it's the early 90s oh, wow. is when it was last authorized. So it's well overdue for receiving funding and support. And I just want to say that if, if you're wondering why that group out of any other group should receive funding and support, I want to remind everyone or, or enlighten everyone that of the 
30 million businesses, registered businesses in the United States, that about 92% of those businesses have five employees or less. Less than 1% of all registered businesses, only about 0.7%, have 500 or more employees. So when we say that small business is the backbone of the economy— It is the backbone of the economy. We don't function without small businesses. And so the Small Business Administration, the SBA, is supposed to be one of the many resources and a predominant one that will support the health and and well-being of our small businesses and small business owners. But they do a pretty, you know, a a pretty poor job of communicating their offerings. Mm -hmm. To tell you the truth, after doing the survey and seeing the results come out and being invited to come in and talk with you, I myself had to do some research on Mm -hmm. Um, what the SBA provided. One of the most recent programs that the SBA launched during the beginning of the pandemic was the PPP, which is the Paycheck Protection Program. And a lot of people know about this. It was it, it was good and bad. It was rapidly administered. And as anything that moves a little too fast for its own good, there were a lot of problems that came along with that. It was an unprecedented time, understandably so. So hard. And you think about all the small businesses that really struggled, I mean, I'll tell you, my friends who are in the hospitality industry, they gave me so much pride and inspiration at how they continuously pivoted Mm. to try to stay afloat when their business overnight went to zero. Right. So the PPP's ambitions were to really step in and to provide a lifeline to small businesses. And, you know, it it worked in different ways across the board. But uh, that's just one example of one of the many services that the SBA provides and why it's so important to reauthorize it. I guess there's a senator named Ben Cardin. He's in Maryland and he is really the chair of the Small Business Committee. And he is really pushing for this reauthorization. And one of the outputs I'm hoping is that it increases that confidence Mm. in the government programs and with communication being the priority, getting the word out about all these resources that are available to small business owners, diverse business owners, women business owners, veteran business owners, disabled business owners, people reentering the workforce from prison Mm. business owners, right, who who, who need to establish their own entrepreneurial footing when oftentimes jobs are not readily accessible to them. There is so much opportunity to support and grow the footprint of small businesses in our country. No, you're absolutely right there. The communication, just like any other kind of relationship, is so important. And to be able to get that out to people is it's crucial. It's one thing to be there, but it's another thing to let people know it's like, hey, we're actually here and whatnot. 100%. And um, one thing that you talk, talked about before we got on the mic was consolidating a lot of the things that they had rather than just being so spread out and so thin with everything. Absolutely. So the SBA has a number of different programs. And as I started walking through what they offer, I found that there was a lot of overlap and redundancies. Mm. Again, fairly typical for government agencies. I think Uh they're trying to, with all the right intent, I'm sure, they're trying to really meet the needs of every different type of small business owner who needs assistance and support. But I think that there's a lot of overlap. um, There's a lot of redundancies, Mm -hmm. again, typical, unfortunately, for government and Mm -hmm. and a lot of slow moving communications that, that come out of that. So maybe some efficiencies, maybe with the reauthorization of the 
SBA. They'll develop some efficiencies of these programs and really consolidate those offerings and get the word out faster and easier to the small businesses who really need their support. I think one of the things that they were trying to reauthorize to provide budget for is providing individual SBAs, you know, local SBAs with the ability to market more effectively what their offerings are to small businesses. So well, that's good to be able to really target things uh, specifically. That would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Again, you're listening to In Touch Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley's public affairs and issues program. We are speaking with Zoe Dunn, president and CEO of Hale Advisors and graduate of the Goldman Sachs program of 10,000 small businesses. We're talking about the Goldman Sachs survey, uh, 10,000 small businesses voices that just came out. And it's really fascinating all the things that are going on, how small businesses are viewing the government, but also viewing the landscape that's ahead of them. Another important point that I really wanted to bring up, there's a couple of things here that kind of, it's ironic and kind of go almost against each other in my mind. I'm curious how you feel about this. But I have here 59% of owners are currently hiring and 82% of those hiring are finding it hard to recruit qualified candidates. But at the same time, 51% expect to create jobs this year. And it's like, okay, that's great. You expect to create jobs, but if 82% are having this hard of a time finding it, that's difficult. Uh, A couple of reasons that we were discussing prior, inflation, benefits, things along those lines contributing to this. Could we go into a little bit more on why you think there is this kind of difficulty on this? Yeah. So I think, you know, running a small business is hard. That's that's almost like a, a throwaway statement. It's no one goes into running a small business to for ease in their life. It's it's not easy. It's you know, there's a lot of trade-offs to it. Our margins are tight usually in small businesses. So it's really a labor of love. You have to be passionate about what you're doing and and the people that you're working with. I certainly am. That's what that's what brings me into work every Every day. And many of the challenges that, that they wrote about in this survey are challenges that all small businesses experience, even in the best of time. It's finding, uh, hiring, retaining the right people for your business. And there, But there are some external stressors right now going on that are putting pressure on that process. So obviously, inflation is a big one. If things cost more, then we need to pay more to mm-hmm. the people who work for us. Um, that's, that's not a shocker. So really staying in touch with how we can afford to give them more is is something that small businesses are struggling with, especially small businesses in the narrowest margin, uh, like hospitality businesses, yeah. right, where they recognize that it's so hard to, to support the people who are working for them. But benefits, as you mentioned, that's like a that's a huge thing for a small business. When we try to go out to the market and look for qualified folks to join our teams, sometimes we're competing with much, much bigger companies and they can afford to give much better benefits to their employees because in aggregate, they can uh, they can allocate more resources for those benefits. Let me just take one benefit that's always been a of course. Kind of a sticky point for me, which uh, which we talked about, which is healthcare. Yes. So healthcare, you know, should be a right, right, for for everyone. In other countries, you know, access to healthcare is something. While it may be more expensive, it's something that that more people can can take advantage of more yeah. easily than we can. And for whatever reason, the way that we built our healthcare system is that in order to get access to those healthcare benefits, you need to be employed. Uh, that puts a lot of pressure on people who aren't employed, and it also puts a lot of pressure on the 
employers yeah. to provide for that. And when it comes to small businesses, it's almost impossible for small businesses to be able to afford the same kind of healthcare benefits that a large business could afford. Absolutely. And primarily that's because of, uh, you know, firepower. We just don't have, you know, when you have three or five or 10 or 20 people on your team, you don't have 200 or 300 or 10,000 people where you can go to the health insurance companies and negotiate for the best possible rate for your folks. So what we do is we use, like many small businesses do, we use uh, what's called a PEO. They provide payroll services and also health care benefits. And they provide that to a bunch of other small businesses just like us. So they pretend that we are all their employees mm. in a way. Okay. And then they can go to the big health care insurance providers and they can negotiate just like a company that had 10,000 employees could, they can negotiate for those more aggressive rates. Of course, we pay for this privilege. We pay our PEO to do our payroll. We pay them, you know, to, to provide our, our HR resources. And then, you know, we also kind of, it offsets itself. We can also offer much more competitive rates to our, in, to our employees than they can get just on the market. But I was, I had the, the real pleasure and opportunity through Goldman Sachs last summer. They brought together a bunch of us graduates from the program in Washington, D.C., we got to meet with Kirsten Gillibrand, always a hero of mine, and Chuck Schumer, another hero of mine here in New York. And I was really proud that I got to share with Kirsten Gillibrand one of my ideas for how we might be able to bring better health care benefits for small businesses. Do you want to hear about it? I would love to hear about it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> So this is I'm on the idea. edge of my seat. I'm waiting okay. for it. Okay. So in New York State, we have a really unique program that many other states don't have to take advantage of. And it is a paid family leave program. It's one of the most exciting state programs that we have. Why is it exciting? Well, we all know that the pressures of having a family on your economic situation are many. But especially in those early days, when uh, those first three months, when you really want to be able to take all the time you need to be home with your family, um, and multiple people in the family want to be able to, to contribute to that. So New York State provides 12 weeks of paid family leave at 65% of your salary. This is revolutionary. Shouldn't be so revolutionary, but it is. And how do they fund that? Well, they take a few pennies out of everybody's paycheck every pay period that kind of goes into that pot that everyone can take advantage of. So my idea is to combine both the concept behind that uh, that New York paid family leave idea and the concept behind this PEO that we belong mm. to. What if New York State brought together all small businesses, let's say, you know, b below a certain threshold, either financially or in terms of the number of employees they had, and they aggregated us together. If mm. we could participate in a state program, we could register as a small business, just like we all did for PPP. Yep. And just like we do for our PEO that we work with, and they could, New York State could then go on our behalf to negotiate these highly competitive health insurance rates for our employees. And then they could subsidize it with just a few pennies out of everyone's paycheck. Yeah. Again, considering that the majority of people are either employed by a small business or have their own small business, yeah. we would all benefit from having much more affordable 
health insurance. And then small businesses could be competitive with big businesses. We can attract and retain those quality folks that we want to join our companies, and we can really help fulfill on our economic uh, obligations and support our communities. That's, That's a idea. really, really fascinating idea. And you said you were able to speak with uh, Gillibrand about this. I was. And- Senator Gillibrand heard me out. She thought it was a good idea, too. Who knows? Maybe they're, you know, behind the scenes working on it. That was in July when when we met with them. But I think it's really exciting. I would love to hear, you know, what other small business owners think about that. And, yeah. you know, I'd even love to see a, a coalition of small business owners get together and, you know, really puzzle out how we could make this practical and effective and reach into our highest lawmakers in New York State and and be groundbreaking, just as we have been with yeah. this New York family leave plan. Like, let's be first again, New York. Let's solve the health care issue and make sure that everybody in New York State can get the health insurance they need. Yeah, power in numbers. The whole plan surround, is kind of surrounded on that concept to be able to work together and showing us like we are here, we are proud, we are po- this is all possible. That's it. That, that I, I think that's really fascinating. I hope that something along those lines could potentially see some traction. I think that would be very good for small businesses. I do too. No, that would be terrific. Again, you're listening to In Touch, Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley's public affairs and issues program. We are speaking with Zoe Dunn, president and CEO of Hale Advisors, also graduate of the Goldman Sachs program, 10,000 Small Businesses. We've been talking about one of their recent surveys, how uh, people are small business owners are responding to how the government is uh, helping them out along with what the landscape looks like ahead of us. We've talked a lot about how uh, the government is working, talking about hiring and everything that's going on in that field. And one of the last things that we've been talking about is how people can come together. And I feel like to wrap this up, what is your feeling about the best way for small businesses to reach out to one another to help at this time? And also with Goldman Sachs, for instance, how can people get involved with that program to receive this education that you've received? So I'm so glad you asked. And one of the reasons I I wanted to be on the show today is to really um, reach into the small business community here in New York and encourage small businesses to apply to this program. Uh, You know, as a a recent grad, I'm definitely an evangelist about how much it's done for my business. I think that most graduates of this program have seen their businesses scale uh, as a direct result. It's really just about knowledge, right? We don't know what we don't know. Most small business owners like me have like a, a degree in theater. Like I, I don't I don't have an MBA, you know? I don't know what I don't know or what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to do it from my heart. I'm trying to make the best choices I can to keep my business healthy and strong and most importantly to take care of the people who are kind enough to show up every day and give it 100% and make sure that I can give it back to them. And then very importantly, give back to my community, you know? Yeah. To make sure that our communities are strong and thriving and that we can contribute economically to the well-being of all of us, right, and support each other. So, you know, I would really encourage anyone to look it up. I think it's 10ksb.com. Uh, I don't know. I have to, I have to we check We will that. have all links Great. in the description of this episode available. Don't Great. worry. Take a, And, you know, take a read. Um, 
at this survey results. See how you feel about it. You know, mm. it seemed pretty positive. People really seemed to feel that the state of the economy was at least fair and on and on the upswing in spite of the concern uh, about inflation. And, you know, we are a small business community. We have to support one another, mm -hmm. um, seek each other out, le leverage your chamber of commerce, leverage any of these organizations you can belong to. I belong to uh, WeBank, which is supporting small businesses that are women-led. Uh, there's lots of organizations like this that you can reach into for mentorship and support, and we can all help each other to do a better job as small businesses. So good luck. I think that's fantastic. And again, as I said, all links will be in the description of this episode. So you can check out the survey. You can check out how to get involved in something like this. It, I think if you are a small business owner, you're looking to become a small business owner, or you're just curious about the economy of your local community, I think it's really, really important to become aware on what is going on. So Zoe, thank you so much for coming on and giving so much uh, uh, perspective on anything. Honestly, uh, so, so good. And um, if people want to reach out to you at all or if have any questions about your background, what's the best way they can reach out to you? Sure. So they, they can find us uh, hailadvisors.com and um, you can contact us right through the website. Always happy to hear from anybody and uh, yeah, reach out. I'm here. All right. Terrific. Zoe, thank you so much for being here on In Touch. Thanks so much. This has been this week's edition of In Touch, the public affairs and issues program that runs across Town Square Media, the Hudson Valley radio stations. We want to give a big thank you to Zoe Dunn. For more information on Goldman Sachs survey and more, visit www.goldmansachs.com slash citizenship slash 10,000 dash small dash businesses slash US slash voices slash. Of course, all links and information can be found in the description of this episode. Thank you to everyone who listened to In Touch in 2022 and are listening now in 2023. Whether you've been listening for a while or you have just found us, thank you. Last year saw a lot of growth for the program and we expect even more to come in 2023. You can find In Touch episodes new and old on your favorite streaming services like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. That and listen on demand with your Town Square radio station mobile app. Of course, you can still find all articles and audio under the In Touch tab on this radio station's app and website. And don't forget, we're also on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at InTouch underscore HV. If you like what we do here on In Touch and want to be on the show, let us know. Whether you have a topic you want discussed or you want to be a guest, the best way is to contact us through the office number 845-471-1500 or email direct to connor.walsh at townsquaremedia.com. I've been your host, Connor Walsh. Until next time, stay curious, keep an open mind, and as always, I'm glad we get to spend some time. <laughs>